For two plus decades now, Blue October has been stirring audiences. We've watched, followed, and loved them from the early beginnings of Hate Me to whatever they show us tomorrow. We bleed blue, and many of us have used that blue blood and this amazing music to get through our own experiences. It's always been there. Welcome to Just Sway, the Blue Experience, where your host, Lucas Peterson, takes on and shares everything Blue October. Let's Just Sway. Just Sway episode 16. My name is Lucas Peterson and I'm glad you're here. This is a special episode. I've got a few friends with me here, a couple of them in person and one of them on the phone, but we wanted to talk about the new album. This is what I live for. I'm I'm always going to mess up that name because it messes with me with the song name. I don't know why, but somewhere along the line, I'm going to have to shake that. Anyway, remember to follow the show on Facebook instagram and twitter just search for just sway podcast just sway show just sway podcast i'm not going to edit that either i just love the mess ups (laughs) so let me give you a rundown here of who's here joining me today so i've got brett here brett's local brett Brett is uh where are you from i am from a small town in bumfuck texas (laughs) that's right (laughs) (laughs) i'm from a little town called bogota outside of paris about a couple hours from dallas that's right and then uh, we've got Dee Dee, all the way from Wyoming. Yes, from Cheyenne. There we go. I was I was gonna say the the city, but you you kind of chimed in there. And then first time on the show, Shonda. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited you're here because oh. we talk about October all the time. Yeah, right? but it's yeah. about time you're on this damn show. Finally. I know. I'm just you know kind of famous a little bit. So I also got to say you guys are like my social media experts. Cause oh yeah. You guys make the kick-ass posts, and then all I do is share. Yeah, all you have to do is share, yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Anyway, glad you're here. Uh, What we thought we'd do is just kind of go through the new album and just give you our kind of thoughts. It just came out today, so we've had some time to listen to it. First time through, let's go with uh, like kind of what we thought about the album as a whole. So let's start with you, Brett. What did you think Like on its own? I, I like it. I mean, it's different from I Hope You're Happy. I mean, by far. I think what Justin's done in this is he's kind of brought everything back full circle as a whole, if, if that makes sense, because depression is a big part of this album, but so is his happiness at the same time. And he's just kind of brought back some of the stuff from the older albums, not like sound-wise, but the topic-wise. And he's brought it back, but... He's also talking about how he's happy and how he's been dealing with it, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I see what I, you're saying. I think by far right now, it's probably one of the best albums they've released in a long time because, you know, there's a lot of content to it and a lot of, you know, great lyrics, a lot of good music. And a lot of it just really makes you think. Yeah. No, that's good. I, I think it's going to be fun to to get into it. Yeah. Let's go with you uh, next, Dee. What did you think as a whole? I loved it as well. Um 
kind of piggybacking on what Brett said, I know Justin has been very vocal with sharing that it is embracing the darkness that's depression, um, welcoming it, making friends with those demons. And he's mentioned that a lot of the fans will think that it's about relationships, but it's about his relationship with depression. But it can be the relationship we have with ourselves. It can be those relationships. Art is so subjective. Music, art, um, there's similarities, parallels there. But the cool thing about music and even those lyrics, even though he said it's about depression, um, it's individual to our experiences, our circumstances. And hearing him, um, the commentary, first of all, the album commentary, but also all the posts that he was doing on Instagram that tells the story behind each song, reading those, but then looking at my feelings, my thoughts with each song, it's so cool how those can apply and just be subjective to whatever we're going through. So I, I just, I thought it was a great album, really introspective. The emotions can be applicable to and relatable to whatever we're going through. Yeah. I like it. That's a, I think that's a good summary. It's, it's, there's so much there. We're going to unpack a lot of things here, you know, 13 tracks, eight new ones out today. So let's go with kind of go with, go to you. I'm going to throw it to you as a broadcaster term. Okay. (laughs) Shonda. Oh, Shonda. Um, First of all, I'll agree with Brett also like whatever the piggyback thing means. I don't know, but um, maybe the same thing, right? DD. Right. You saying that it's not like I hope you're happy, which was my second favorite one until probably this one now is probably my second favorite one. My first favorite one. We won't we won't have to talk about that one right now. Um, but anyways, I could not wait for it to come out just because I already knew what it was gonna be about because all of his lives, you know, and like his live feeds on Instagram and he put in the art out there and describing each song like there's hardly anybody that ever does that so in every single one of those songs has something to do with me you related to it yeah relate to it so like i can't wait to listen to it over and over and over again if that makes sense like all the other ones you know what i mean like you can go download a different album or something from somebody else and you're like "Mm, i only like two songs on here now, you download Blue October, you're going to listen to every song over and over. That that For me, anyways, there's not one song I don't like on any album. It might not be my favorite, but I like it. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll still replay it. It's the same it. for me here. Like When I bought The Answers and I was 15 years old, that's what got me with that was I loved every song on that album. And every album since then has been the same way. There's not one song I don't like. I think, I take it back, there's two in Any Man in America that I don't care for. But out of a hundred something songs, not liking two, I, I think that's not very many, not very many people can say that about any other artist. Yeah, so. yeah. See, I didn't find any man in America until four years ago, when I got into him. You had something to say, Dee Dee? Do you guys feel too that I don't? I don't know for you, but I know for me, this has been such a different experience. Kind of seeing the I already know what you're probably process. Say. You know, being so intimately included in in the lives and them in the studio and breaking down each little piece I just have such a different appreciation and we've kind of seen bits and pieces through 
this year as they put it together. Like we got um, to actually watch them make the album. I yes, think. You know yeah. what I mean? Just, and it, yeah. Just be included in such a part of it and just such an appreciation for the hard work and all of the little details that go into, you know, just even switching the lyrics, but the, the mixes, the overlaying, the bridges, the builds, all the different instruments. I know on the um, commentary that he said Ryan played clarinet in one piece. And we know that Ryan plays violin, mandolin, guitar, you know, all of that. And just, just a different love and appreciation I think for seeing the whole process. Yeah. yeah. Being included is super cool. One thing that they did that I think really made the excitement for this album is they gave us sneak peeks very early on. If you think about it, like DD, when we did Roadie, Justin got on stage and sang Fight for Love acoustically. First time me and you'd ever heard it. And we were like, what is that? Uh, Open book. He would, he did, uh, Who Do You Run From? Uh, he did I Will Follow You, Fight for Love. So we were hearing all these things before studio album, the studio stuff come out. And like I'll use Fight for Love, for example, because that one's been around for over a year now. If you go back, look, look at the acoustic stuff. We didn't know how that studio version was going to sound. And that made the excitement of it a little bit more for me because we knew how it sounded acoustically. But how was it going to be when you added the rest of the band? And to me, right. I think, I mean, it lived up. It wasn't, it, it was not what I was expecting at all. But, I mean, right. it was better. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that to me, them giving us just a sneak peek of, right. you know, a song with the acoustic. And then when you finally got to hear the studio, it's like, it's like getting a snack at a restaurant and then being brought in the whole buffet. And it was great. <laughs> That's yeah. a good yeah. analogy. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the, the layers, you know, the lyrics were amazing. Like you said, you know, Brett, just going from that acoustic version, but the layers and seeing all the other emotion and personalities that come in from everybody else that brings their talents and that contributes to the song, you know, going from acoustic is super cool and it was beautiful. And I loved hearing, you know, fight for love and some of those that we've had those sneak peeks, but adding all the other band members in and, you know, Will and Mark and all those that are helping with that, the layers and the build on that, it's pretty cool yeah i'm gonna say that i i can't add anything really new to what you guys are saying just uh, like as a whole this album i think has the potential to probably be one of the more favorite albums among the people i don't know it's it's hard because i'm almost starting to see this is getting more into it Uh, you know i think well this will come up but i'm almost starting to see a stronger divide too because you've got yes. a lot of people who are really, really in love with the classic, quote-unquote, Blue October sound of, you know, pre-home. Any Man in America, Foiled, uh, that type of sound. And then you've got those that came on after home, or maybe found the band is probably a better way to put it, after home. And now they are indoctrinated somewhat, if we wanted to say, in that sound. And so they're used to this. And they're like, okay, this this is... This is more of the band I know. And so there's almost like this division. Um, I don't think it's a division. That might be the wrong word. But there is two different sides. There's two different, very different sides. Because there's almost two different people we're talking about. With Justin, it's the same person. That's exactly it. If you look at it this way, look at it this way. You go back to the first album of The Answers. You end that album with... uh, 
maybe life's not for everyone to now this album and you're ending it with i found the light of god oh yeah the light of god that right there shows how far justin has come as a human being you know as and how he's dealing with his stuff you look at the first five six albums like you said all that is is about his sadness and his depression everything since then is where he's found his happiness, and he's learning to deal with his depression and being happy at the same time. Yeah. You're going to have those people that are going to say, oh, man, I I really wish that he would go back to the old stuff. We need more violin, not this auto-tune stuff. But Justin is a hopeless romantic artist. That is exactly what he is. He writes what he feels, he writes what he relates to, and he writes stuff for him. And that's, and you know, that's part of what I believe is part of his coping progress you know, with what he's going through. Because it's not easy battling depression every day. Yeah. And the fact that he can get out there and make this music like he's doing now, and like with this album, like I said, he still touches on depression, but this is more, this album's more about fighting that depression and saying goodbye to it and being happy. People, you know, I I get so frustrated with people when they're like, "I, I like the old stuff. I want Justin to go back to what he used to be. Justin's not that man anymore. They need to accept him for who he is now and that he's happy and be happy with what we get. Well, yeah, I think, excuse me, you have to... You can be happy with with what he is now and where he's at, but you can still try to understand what it is they're talking about. Well, yeah, absolutely. I think that's what, you know, that's where I'm trying to see is... And it's it's fascinating reading all the comments and whatnot today on, on the different... Facebook pages, there wasn't so much on Instagram, but certainly Facebook, the different groups. Yes. And a lot of positivity, a fairly um, good amount of people that didn't like the album as a whole, but maybe they just didn't get enough uh, further into it. I don't know. Who, who knows? But the, the point is that, there, like I'm, I'm trying to say, is that there is a little bit of a division mm-hmm. in the sense of, and the thing I'm reading that's constant throughout is the people that are wanting that kind of quote-unquote classic Blue October sound. And I don't think, as a musician, you don't want to have a classic sound. Excuse me a second. Oh, actually, you know what? I got a mute button. Fucking A. He's classic. (laughs) Either way. Definitely. Yeah, like, pure classic. Like, oh, man. I, I don't even know what to say right now. Like, I follow so many bands, independent bands, on Instagram and stuff, and I've watch some of their live feeds or live shows and stuff. It's nothing compared to what Justin does yeah. or the the whole band, I should say, but like between Justin and Eric, like all the live feeds, mm-hmm. like especially getting us through the past six months. Amen. And I think that that's what the anticipation of this new album was like, dude, you've already done all of these live feeds. You've been here for us. We've been here for you. Teamwork makes the dream work, and then boom, he throws out an album. Like I'm like, good God, when does this guy sleep? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. You know, good gosh. And we're so, about to get open book three, and I think he said a Christmas album. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. and they might be one and the same. Well, I'm going to tell I, you I right know. now, that'll yeah. be the only Christmas album I will have ever owned in 46 years of my life, because <laughs> I do not do Christmas music, but I will do Blue October's Christmas music. Yeah, so let's start. Let's just go jump into that that first song. Let's break it down. So the first one is called "I Laugh at Myself." So uh, let's kind of start with what do you think? I, you haven't talked in a second here, Dee Dee. What do you, what did you think of this song? I I really loved it. Um, I don't know if I've gotten to listen to it. The, the lines that stood out to me is I can't seem to find a place to put all this pain. Mm. That is that is one that 
um, stood out. And he goes on to say, my hope is a fraud and I can't talk to God. Uh, and I just, the thing that struck me and Shonda um, kind of touched on this a second ago is just how much they have engaged the fans this year through the pandemic and that place to put our pain blue october music is a place for so many of us where we go to walk through our feelings and our pain and man the the honesty and the poetry of the lyrics is just so healing it's such an outlet for healing and for pain and feeling i mean all the albums you know even i hope you're happy we we uh, brett kind of touched on that Whatever feelings, you know, whether it's pain or happy, that's just such a good outlet. And the way that they've engaged with us and just the honesty that he has. And I don't know, kind of touches me anyway. I won't speak for everybody else, but the band's art and expression and that honesty allows us as fans permission to feel and heal. That is just a good outlet where we can put our pain, put our feelings. And, you know, even just, I laugh at myself, you know, it's like, yep, I have this pain, but I'm healing. I'm moving on just onward and upward. Yeah. Hey, and yeah, with like every song and like it being an outlet for us, man, I don't know where I would be if I hadn't started listening to them four years ago when the home album came out and it was just so random that that even happened, you know, and before that, like, it was just like, I listened to the radio music, but I wasn't into any bands or connecting with music like that until I, like, seriously, honestly got into Blue October when the home album came out. And I met them in person at Barnes & Noble in Frisco, Texas. And it was a random thing that Jessica and I did to go see them and meet them and buy the CD to meet them and all that stuff. Anyways, but ever since then, music has been life for me and therapy because of blue October. You know what I mean? And every, yeah. And every album that they have come out with since home, there's not one song that I don't connect with in some kind of way, whether it's me being sad or I lost some, you know, I lost someone or, you know, it just gets you through 100%. Yep. I'm going to yep. try not to tear up on this, by the way, y'all. <laughs> um, it's all good if you do all right so this track i I, li I listened to you know this the the album one way through one whole time through this morning and that was all i listened to because i wanted to kind of get a fresh impression and i will just say obviously because this was the first track it wasn't as memorable to me but what did you think brett i'd heard it before actually okay um, and y'all went to the dallas show remember he did this oh shit did he he did this uh, like acapella Right before he did Which Only Lost Is Found. I thought right, even then it was really cool. And he did it at the open book shows as well. He would he led he he opened with this and led it into Fight for Love because Fight for Love actually stemmed off of this song because of the last lyrics. I'll fight for love, you mm, would come on and mm -hmm. break my heart. Yeah. I mean he, he even said this is, you know, his the beginning of the, this is the beginning of the album, the reason he put it there is because that song is about how he deals with his depression and that it's still here. I think it's a great song. I like it. I mean, it's short, but if you think about it, a lot of the first songs on albums are short. I love I think the it's, long... I think it's, I think it's the perfect opener for this album, though. Yeah. Because it sets the, it sets the base of what this album's going to turn into. 
Yeah. It has a it, it that sound in this song carries through almost through the entire. I mean, it changes obviously with you right. know moving on and oh my my. It changes a little bit, but in a lot of the the songs, the it tracks, comes back to it. yes, exactly. I thought this was going to be an instrumental because it gets like a minute and mm-hmm. twenty seconds into it or something before there's actually a lyric. And I was like, yes, because every time now I hear an instrumental, all I think about is the podcast. <laughs> I'm very selfish, yeah. right? <laughs> I'm like, score? <laughs> Give me that. But yeah, I, I liked it. I, I think uh, we kind of kind of hit that one. Next one, it, then number two on the on the album is The Way I Used to Love You. And this is another one that I couldn't tell you here or there, listening to it one time. I know I heard it, but, I mean, you seem to know. I Brett, like it a lot. You like this one? I mean, one thing I've noticed with this album is the bridges of these songs start hooking you. And mm. It's the same with this one. The bridge of the song where he starts uh, talking about, you know, the way I used to love you, so good. And it's, and the way it ends, it's so quiet with a little keyboard at the end. I mean, I loved it the first time I heard it. I've listened to it a few times since then, but... The way one of the reasons I like it is the way it leads up into the next song, which is uh, "Love Stupid," because so it it's quiet, right? And you hear this little keyboard, then out of nowhere you hear "Fushum Boom." It goes into this. <laughs> I mean, it just it really leads into that third song, and it. I mean, the first time I heard it, I, I literally jumped because it scared me. I mean, Justin's like, "You better re-listen and start." Right? But I'll be it, skipping. But it, and that's one thing about this album, the the songs mesh together so perfectly, and the bridge, like the gap between song two and song three, they go together great, and, but with uh, The Way I Used to Love You, you can listen to that over and over, and it's such a good song, and, you know, it's like Dee Dee said earlier, you can put it toward a relationship, you can put it toward depression, I mean, it, it just goes, it, it's relatable. Yeah, I agree. Did you want to add some more to that, Dee Dee? That's pretty much uh, what Britt just said, too. I haven't heard this one a lot. I did listen to it today. I think he played a little bit of it in one of the virtual meet and greets. I think I got just a little bit. But um, I I heard it differently once he started sharing, you know, that this is not about relationships. This is about depression. And for me, so much of this album is definitely relating to the relationship that I have with myself. So it's, you know, even I think there's a line in there that says, boy, I nearly got away and something about wasting time. And I just thought, man, yeah, just like, don't, don't lose yourself. Don't lose the relationship that you have with yourself. And so, yeah, just so much about just self-love and that relationship that it's for with depression for him. But I've, hearing so many of these songs about how do I have self-care, take care of myself and just that personal relationship. So good. Yeah. Self-love can destroy you if you let it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And the, the cool part, again, we keep mentioning this, but watching this album develop and getting more of that insight into how Justin works through his own problems, his own, addiction, his own mental illness in the Tuesday programs, I, I think it just adds so much more here because you have so much more of an understanding of who this person is, what he deals with on a daily basis, because we've all been able to follow him, you know, 
almost every day. Uh, you know, he posts so much to social media and keeps us all engaged and interacted. But the, the then then you get the music and you're like, oh, okay. Now I, I kind of get a little bit more of an understanding of, you know, what that battle is like. It, it just puts a different feel to it. Yeah. So then th- this must have been the song then too. I want to circle back to what you said. Somebody posted, it was a funny Funny post. Uh, they they said they were listening to the the new album in the shower, and this the second track came on, and like they almost fell over because they must have had it on too loud. <laughs> so I gotta go back and listen now. That's hilarious. That I'm, I'm, I'm so jamming like, when it when I leave here. When you when you get to the end of number two, which is the hell the title is that we're just talking about it. It's the way I mind. used to love you. I used to love you. It, it's seriously you're hearing like really slap piano, right? Like keyboard. Then out of nowhere. Just boom, and yeah. it's like, whoa! Where did that come from? You know, it, but I mean, it's it it jars you awake, but it's such a good song. I mean, we're on "Love Stupid" now, number three, correct? Yeah, yep, yeah. Going to that one, yeah. Uh, "Love Stupid," man. It. I remember watching on Instagram him recording it, and the way he was singing it just into the mic, I was like, man, that is a weird way to sing a chorus. I I want to see how this is going to come together. But it does, and uh, and him having uh, that girl in there, Karen, Karen Hover, Karen Hover. Yep, she compliments it so well. Even Justin said himself, you know, it's if he sings it alone, it just sounds like him being dramatic. But adding her, he said, it makes it almost sound like the sweet voice of uh, depression. Mm. And man, that, mm-hmm. that gave me goosebumps when he said that because I mean, it makes sense because if you don't, she brings something to that song it wasn't there before. And you put them both together, it's fantastic. Hmm. Yeah. You remember this one at all? Shauna, you said you've only listened one time too, so. I have only got to listen to all the ones that were pre-downloaded. Oh, okay. The five. I got, yeah. So okay. I, and then I got the rest of them today. Good thing the red light was out by my apartment complex because I was stuck in traffic. So I got to listen <laughs> on the way, to yeah. the whole album on the way, or the new, you know, the ones that I didn't have already downloaded. Yeah. But... I got to listen to it over and over, over and over Fair to be enough. able to talk about it. All of them. Some of them I can already talk about them right now. What do you think of Love Stupid, Didi? Any comments on that one? Did that one hit you? I love that one. I think that one has grit on it. And I know he said that too, like you said, Brett, you know, um, with Karen on there and the balance. I think Justin in his description on the story I was going to see if I could pull it up real quick. Um, Figuring out how to balance love, lust, intimacy, trust, bond, and the right amount of vulnerability to balance human connection with sadness. And that song totally, it's got the grit and the stink on it, but then you have that sweet voice, the sweet voice of depression or whatever you said on there. I dig it. It's good. It's got some soft, those soft parts kind of pull you in and then get a punch punch of grit it's super good nice yeah to me it's it's one of the more harder rock songs that it's on this album but yes it's done in such a beautiful way like i mean i found myself listening to that more than i have anything else lately i did hear that one today yeah listen to it now you're now you're catching it back yeah i liked it there was a hard song on the home album what was it called um there was a couple of them at the end no this one was like i can't remember the name of it i have like not leave it in the dressing room. I probably I think that that'd be the one. Yeah, where it's it's real gritty, like kind of Dee's talking it about. Off. Well, the, Shake yeah, it off. That yes, yeah, I like this one way better. Leave it in the dressing room. I yeah. liked both of them, but yeah. I liked I'm digging this one way better. 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and yeah. listen to. It's good. Love stupid yeah. again then, and and then that it is good. her voice in there. It, it's it's subtle, but then they it's, them two come together really well. They do, man. It's it, it's yeah. a perfect blend. Yeah, I, I like it. If the, I wonder if she's an ex. No, I don't. Uh, well, I don't. I don't, I don't know. think so. I don't want to comment. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's just two artists coming together yeah. to make yeah. perfect music. I'm totally kidding <laughs> so. on that. Yeah. Turn them and burn them. <laughs> All right. Well, and even the, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, even the lyrics, though, too. I mean, even though it's got those punches and stuff, too. And, oh, yeah. Karen having that just a beautiful, haunting, kind of eerie pull to her voice. But... I know it talks about don't forget who you are and I won't forget who I am. And then there's the contrast of that talking about punish me. Just, yeah, just that balance of the, the love and the sadness and connection, all that. It's the contrast in that song is, is cool. There's a lot of layers for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And then the, the next one we have up after that is This Is What I Live For. And that one we got a preview. I don't remember when this one came out. It was the second release after Oh My My. Well, look at you. Jeez, yeah. Brett's got the <laughs> info down. I love it. Okay, so you, this, it, now, oh, Fight for Love is the one he did with uh, Blue. Okay, mm-hmm. so This Is What I Live For, obviously the title track off of the album because I need to make sure that's correct. This one, I it nailed me the first time this came out. Like, I was like, okay, yeah, this is the intro. Everything just grabs you. You know, that's cliche to say, but it really just gets you into it right away. I liked it. The, the, for me, this song, it was the instruments. This mm. The whole instrumentation of this yeah. music was great. And, you know, as much as I love Justin's voice and his lyrics... That's not what pulled me to the song. It was actually Steve Shields. Schlitz? Schlitz, yeah, my yeah. bad. Steve's vocals in this, he, just the background, the whoa, 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 yeah. adds more to it. And the, I walk around this lonely city. I don't know, that just gave it some more depth for me. And just like I said, don't get me wrong, Justin did great. But to me, the music and Steve are what really made this song stand out for me. Wasn't it you and I that were talking, and you thought originally that was Ryan singing on it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay, I, I, I did. I even asked Ryan if it was him, and he said, "No, that's Steve." So <laughs> corrected you. Yeah, <laughs> I think that this song is really good, but my, like I love that song. This is what I live for. But I love when he sings it acoustic, mm. like because it's like I wish I could sing this song out loud so hard to let something out. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like the sadness or missing my mom or whatever you know yeah. this is i'm living for my dad and just you know what i mean like just if you, if i sang that song out loud nobody would ever want to hear that song again i'm just saying <laughs> you know what i mean but just to let it out i love when he sings that one acoustic it's my favorite it's so good i think so much angst in that song definitely that's a good description yeah i like that and that yeah. word that angst because it's different than yeah. anxious what was the word she said yeah. earlier and i was like she's so smart I don't know. I was talking behind your back, Didi. I was like <laughs> pointing to my head saying she's so smart because you said dirt or the other song we were talking about. Dirt? No, got not, grit. 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 Yeah, yeah, got grit. We got grit. Hell yeah, yeah. girl. The, the grit the grit really got Shonda. I'm so going to stamp a shirt that says got grit. That's a good got one. Grit. Yeah. yeah. Got like grit. It. Yep. You put John Wayne on it, you'll be good. Not <laughs> John yeah. Wayne on nothing. <laughs> Yeah. All right. And then, well, we'll just keep going through them. I love it. Uh, Fight for Love. Now, this one, mm. yeah. I, yeah, 
And when you, I was just talking to somebody else the other day. I think it was, I think it was Gene who was saying like, when he heard this back, uh, the demo of it, he, his first comments on it were, well, he can't really hear blue. And that was my thought too. Like we knew she was in there because you get the parentheses on the title featuring blue Reed, And I'm like, well, where is she? And then you gotta, you almost have to really either put some headphones on or, you know, crank it up in the car or something to really hear. She's just subtle, real faint. Mm -hmm. And I think if I'm, if I'm wrong, is it just at the end? She's more prominent in the outro for sure. Yeah. The Um, outro. Okay. There you go. She's just, Mm -hmm. but she's in the other parts too. I believe so. I believe she's actually singing in the, in the chorus, but you know, it's not as loud as the the outro itself. Because you gotta remember a lot of the the instruments are kind of fading out at that time. And it's Mm. just her doing the ooze and, you know, fight for love, break my heart. You know, I think she did a phenomenal job to be 12 years old and jump up there and do that. I mean, that's a lot for a kid to do. Yeah. Yeah. That song yeah. makes my heart smile for Justin because Absolutely. everything, anything that he's ever dealt with. And then, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And getting to where getting, he is. Yeah. And she's getting to sing with him. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's Damn. Like, it's a victory. Yeah. Like, finally. Anyways. But the song is great. I oh, mean, yeah, the song's good. I mean, like I said, me and Dee Dee heard it for the first time when we did Rody. He played it just acoustic, and we've heard it since then at Open Book Acoustic. So I didn't I didn't know how the song was going to turn out on the studio. Version. It wasn't the, what we got was not what I expected at all, but it, it was great, you know. And at first, I was kind of a little bit disappointed that it didn't sound just like the acoustic. But the more I listened to it, the more it grew on me. And, you know, I was in the car with Erin, my daughter, the other day. She's 12, and... She just busts out Fight for Love, just starts singing it. And Dad, it's like one of my favorite songs. And to me right there, I was like, all right, you know what? That's worth it right there. That's <laughs> so good. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I love with a lot of the songs, you can, you do kind of get the sadness or, you know, life's not fair or the pain or different things. But then there's always that hopeful part. And in this one, you know, he does talk about we're not going to live forever. Life's, life isn't always fair. But then it's always you know, fight and never settle. And just the theme is always there, you know, talking about whether it's depression or pain or the challenges or hurdles that we all have. But then there's always that positive spin, like, yeah, life sucks sometimes and there's hard shit going on, but don't give up, get back up, fight, never settle. And I just, I love that. You know what? We can embrace the hard things and, talk about it and help it lose its power. But then we're here and we can motivate each other. We can be positive. We can keep pushing through the hard shit. So I love that you acknowledge the hard things. We don't just dismiss it. We don't just act like life is great because we all have hard stuff, but then take that power away from the hard things and we're going to overcome it. And I just, so many of the songs I think have that, that switch of, yep, it sucks, but we're embracing it and we're overcoming it. Yeah. Never give up either. Yep. Never give up. Never settle. Keep fighting. Yeah. Yep. Good description from, from both of you. I, I like it. It's uh, it's a powerful song. I, I don't know if it's going to make it to be a single, but uh, again. It was a single. We're, wait, I mean like on the radio. Oh, you know. A radio know. single. Yeah. I, I don't know I don't why know. some of the songs are not singles on the radio, which is, you know, like, I'm just saying, like. They well, so when I talked to the process, the like, Paul, yeah, that's that's one of the things I wanted to talk to yeah. Paul Fletcher about is like how how do they how does this work on your end? 
you know, how does this work on his end? Because uh, he's a music director for Cities 97, and basically it's Paul and Justin with, you know, Up Down Records because they're... Are you supposed to call the radio station in and be like, hey, play this song, or do this, or it have to be... If it's a single, like if if they have, if the record label has sent it to the radio stations to say, hey, we want you to play this. You know, they, they don't send them the whole album. They'll send them bits, yeah. and they'll say, we want you to play this, we want you to play this. But you've got a tiny team here, obviously, that is dealing with a whole country... And you're having to make those calls and, you know, call in those connections, however you want to phrase it, to say, hey, play Oh My My, play Moving On, play whatever it is, whatever song it is. And they get the decision of, we're going to play it or we're not going to play it. You know, the music directors and then the, you know, the the DJs, the person in charge of pushing the buttons when the song goes out. That's how it works. They decide if they're going to play it. But the label has to decide what songs they want to push out first. So they have to be particular on which song they want to spend the time and energy doing. Because if it's just like we have here, like I, I said, if it's just Paul and Justin, they could spend a lot of time on a song and then nobody like it. Yeah. And it not be a single. And now, shit, where are you? Now yeah. you've just wasted that time. It's not getting an air, airplay. You're not furthering record sales you're not you know you're not pushing anything because it's not getting anywhere yeah well like for alt 103.7 here they they radio play them since home now i mean they used to radio play them i'm sure like on the Mm -hmm. edge 102.1 they did yeah the good old station i miss it rest in peace oh yeah (laughs) i went to the last edge fest me too yeah good times that's a different conversation um anyways but uh (laughs) they over like didn't hardly play anything, but they did play Oh My My a lot on 103.7. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's, Since so, I've been listening to them for four years, I'm like, oh, my God, they've got Blue October. Then it'll be like calling you. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Or an older song, but none of their new stuff except for Oh My My. Do you have 103.7 out where you're at? What do you got? We've an got, antenna? We, yeah. I've got, I've got Sirius is what I've got. Oh, you've got the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, because it's either that or... Music stations from Mexico or uh, country music. Yeah, you need so. Siri. Sirius. Sirius. Yeah, yeah. Sirius. Yep. Don't try to talk mm. to my phone. <laughs> I didn't give you permission. Probably <laughs> <laughs> um, wouldn't understand me, anyways. So that's. I mean, that's a perfect segue because the next song on the album, number six, is "Oh My My," which was I. It, am I wrong? This was the first single, it radio first. signal from this album. Yes, yeah. I. God dang it. It yeah. is the only this one. This is what I live for. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's the only yeah, one. It's I'm the saying. only one that has gotten radio played yes. here in DFW area. What got radio played over there with you, DD? I'm same with Brett. Um, a lot of country and stuff out here. So I'm on Sirius. And I, there was a couple stations that I heard, oh my my. But yeah, I, I believe that is the one that made it top 10. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh right. my, I made it top 10. Moving on, I think it's getting a lot more radio play now. I haven't mm-hmm. heard it on the radio, but unless here, well, well not here. Yeah, but it's, here. It's sitting in some other cities and states. Yeah, I'm like, if I have to hear Third Eye Blind and Nirvana one more time, like this, <laughs> I'm so tired of the same songs over and over. That like, you know, I used to roller skate to some of that stuff, and they're still playing it on the so, alternative so, so you, station so here in Dallas. You don't smell like a semi charm kind of life anymore. <laughs> no. Okay. God, <laughs> I'm like next. But oh my my, I mean, just on a standalone song as a single, my gosh. What a great, I think it's a really good choice for them to put out, to drum up the interest in the new album, to say, okay, 
Blue October is still alive. They're still relevant. I hate that term. But they're still making music because some people who are outside of our circles don't know this, that they're even still making music, you know. Yeah. Uh, we mm-hmm. get to educate them. Uh, disciples listening right now. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. <laughs> when this when the song first came out, I did not like it. Wow, really? I, I didn't care for it at all. Moving on? No, no, no. no, no. no. Oh, my oh, my mind. Oh, oh, my mind. No, I'm moving on to a whole other story, but oh, my mind. When it first came out, I just, I couldn't, I just, it, I was like, really? This is what we're going with. And I remember talking to Matt Noveski, and I was like, man, I said, I'm not lying to you. I said, I just, that song's not hitting me. I said, that's one of the first blues songs out that hasn't hit me in a while. And, uh, you know, we talked about how music differs for everybody. But I will say with Oh My My, like I said, at first, I just wasn't into it. But the more I heard it, the more it grew on me. Like, I'd be driving down the road and, oh, my, my. I'm like, where'd that come from? Yeah, and then you you're know? just like, all of a sudden, you yeah. got real peachy. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. And happy. And you weren't <laughs> and now, negative Nancy or a Kevin and, or and now, Karen. Exactly. And now I find the song, you know, I think it's good. But when it first came out, man, it... It, I, I didn't. It didn't click with me at first. I, yeah. it, it took me a lot of listening to that song to where I'm finally like, you know what, this is a good song. Yeah. So, does does anybody remember off the top when this was like kind of released to us? Was it like March? It was before COVID, so, so I think you might be right. I think it was in March. March or maybe even February. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What What about you, Didi? What did you think of this one right off the bat? I liked it too. I thought it was super catchy, upbeat. Not, not uh, exactly like I hope you're happy, but just kind of had that more catchy, upbeat. I don't know if pop, a little bit of the pop in there. Um, I think it's catchy. It's an earworm for sure. Yeah, it's That's a it's a rump worm. shaker. Wow, it's a, sh- it's a it's a rump shaker. It's a rump shaker earworm with some <laughs> freaking grit. <laughs> It's got it's an eargasm. That's what I say. Oh eargasm. snap! Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she is right though. The more you hear it, the more you like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's so, for sure it not grows. a. It's not a. I hope you're happy song, man. I could like that song just makes my heart smile and smile so hard when I hear it. Even whenever it's now when it, it when he sings it acoustic like at an mm-hmm. open book show or something, I get teary eyed a little bit. And you know, in the end when he says, uh, I remember all the words that we used to say and all that stuff. But when I hear it, like, with the band and everything, my heart's just smiling. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. kind of like, oh, my, my, but it's not, I hope you're happy for sure. Right. No, I, and, oh, okay, so, oh, my, my, was definitely once, once COVID happened and once, you know, the coronavirus kind of took hold, that was one where I instantly was like, I have to know what this sounds like live with other people around and what it's going to feel like. Cause I, I think, I, I guess maybe I'm weird. Maybe I'm not, I don't know. But I think about that when you're listening to these songs, cause we've been to so many concerts. It's like, what is this one going to be like in front of a live audience? How's this one going to sound? What's it going to feel like? How's everybody else's mood going to be, you know, that sort of thing. And this is one. And then obviously the next song, both of these two were like instantly, I need to see this live and I still haven't, but you know, we're all kind of in the same boat. Right. You didn't so, watch the live. Well, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I watched. Uh, I watched the first one. Wait, yeah, no, I watched. Yeah, I watched the first one. I didn't see the the foil. I don't even know what I've I watched. watched. The foiled one. The foiled one. Mm-hmm. They did on my mind on that one, and it was pretty good. Yeah, was that the last one they just did? Mm-hmm. Foiled was the last was one. What was the, the first one they did? First one was just uh, like a regular concert. 
Yeah. Okay. Where they just made a set list of yeah. random songs. Okay. Yeah. That's right. right. That's right. Huh. But I, I think even the live stream though that they've done, I think Lucas, I don't know if this is kind of what you're saying. I think it'll be interesting when it's full crowd though to everybody there together. And this is kind of backtracking a little bit, but I think this song was a good choice to kind of pull people in that maybe are not hardcore blue October fans. Like we are. This one is I have obviously just with posting and know me, know how Sorry, much I, I love the band and um, just always posting about it. When Oh My My comes on, I, if people see it in their car or in the store, I always get a video recording or they're taking a, a shot of their um, stereo screen. And that has actually led to people looking up more Blue October songs. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah, I dig that one. And, and I'm going to look and find some more songs. So definitely... Um, kind of bridges that gap of people that have not um, kept up with them. And, you know, you use the word relatable. People maybe know some of the earlier stuff, but have not kept up. But that's drumming up interest for them to go look up where they're currently are and see that they are still making music and look up other songs. So it's cool. That's the interesting part for me, again, and like, and in this whole thing is, you listen to that song and then somebody that's like, oh, who's that? And you're like, oh, yeah, that's Blue October. And then they know two songs, of course, of Blue October, which, I mean, if they know two songs, great. They know Hate Me. They know Calling You. And then their face is like, what? Huh? That's Blue October? You know, like the, the sound right. of the evolution has been so different. But, yeah, you you know, uh, they've been doing that countdown the twenty for October till the 23rd with uh, the Instagram stories. Yes. Uh, Calling You was the, f- the first one I put on there because it's the first one I heard on the radio. And uh, I had a friend of mine uh, that I've been friends with for years message me. She goes, holy crap, that's Blue October. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they sang Calling You. She goes, I didn't know that. And she's like, what more? What else do they sing? And I was like, well, listen to this, listen to this. And like, she's hooked. And she's like, you know, when they do concerts again, can I go with you? And I'm like, well, yeah, absolutely. But it's just little things like that. And, and it's, you know, it's, Social media marketing at its finest right there. I don't know who came up with that idea of whether it was yeah. Justin or who. That was genius because all it took is for me to put a circle around the uh, the date and post a song. And people were like, oh, my gosh, I know that song. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was smart. Right. Not only did Which, you. I'm sorry. You go ahead, Didi. You're just saying the uh, talking about the genius of the marketing and stuff, too. I mean, even with Oh My My, I think about that and. You know, Lucas, you kind of talking about some of the fans that want the classic, the old stuff. I think Justin, Paul, I mean, some of these guys, they are genius. They are brilliant with what they choose and very intentional with, you know, yeah, we're not just trying to hit, you know, those fans that have that like those classic songs, but we're trying to broaden our circle and bring in more that hopefully will like the new stuff. And as well as maybe go back and appreciate some of the other stuff. So, I mean, I, I'd like to get inside their head, but I really just seeing through this last uh, little bit and the process, they are brilliant at how they are um, keeping things rolling and just coming up with new ideas and the marketing and how they're trying to reach uh, new fans. I know that Lucas, you know, I, I won't do a spoiler on that, but just even with the podcast and him talking about all the other songs that are they're working on and just looking ahead, always looking ahead and, and 
how can we grow? How can we hit more people? What's what's the market like? I think they're genius. Yeah, they really um, they 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 just seem to they just seem to have such a it cliche to say, but such a knack for staying connected for you know staying relevant on social media, yes. just keeping up with the current trends. They also have YouTube brilliant ladies helping them and showing them every little social media gadget that comes out and every little Instagram filter that's available on there. Yep. yep. As well as a bunch of other people, let's not discredit them. I just love the the social media <laughs> stuff you guys do. You I've I've told you that. That's Maybe for me, like even whenever I post something or I like Dee Dee said, like people send me messages. It's more on Snapchat. They'll send me a message of a screenshot of their radio because they seriously forgot about Blue October from their that you know, they just knew their older stuff. Yeah. And now they hear a little bit of the new stuff because I share it on Instagram, Facebook, you know, or sometimes Snapchat, just a picture of my stereo. And they're like sending me stuff back. I'm like, I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> Get into it. Get into it. Yeah, yep. it's fun. You know, what What you nailed it right there, Didi, and, that, and you did too, Brett, like, Whoever came up with that twenty three is it was it twenty three days of October challenge? Yeah, mm-hmm. that thing was awesome. And you've got you you had people that were doing it, uh, you know, all over the country, maybe all over the world. I don't know. I didn't look wherever I was doing it, but I couldn't keep from. up. Oh, I know. Me yeah. too. I was like, but the Ooh. cool part was too. I thought one of the most brilliant parts about that was you got reminded. You got reminded of other songs. Every like, day. yeah, it's like, oh yeah, oh shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, or, but then, you know, what? Like, I wanted to put "Let It Go" on there, and I couldn't find it. Like, I guess there's yeah, they certain, didn't have all the songs on. Yeah, there. Well, they, I think it's yeah. an Instagram thing. Yeah. So you didn't have to have the the music with the post. I do. I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I gotta I'm have right the music there, I'm on right the post. There with you on that one. You gotta have yeah, it. I gotta have it because you gotta tell a little bit of a story. You gotta do some hashtagging, get more likes. Like when you do hashtag music, hashtag music is live. Uh-huh. It goes on to a Music is Life story. Mm-hmm. Oh. The hashtag of Music is Life. So my story would be on hashtag Music is Life. It's like one point something million people that follow that hashtag. Oh, okay. That's why I always do yeah. Music is Life yep. or music. I don't really like to say music is therapy, but it is. So I go more with Music is Life whenever I tag, hashtag their stuff so that I'm it learning. will pop on that story of the oh. hashtag. Man, yeah. and it's so far more reaching for sure. Yeah, but it yeah. is t- twofold, like you said. Uh, not only is it genius with the twenty, the twenty-three days, like down to our new album coming out. So that reminder every day, but look back too, and reminders of old songs. So it's totally twofold. Look at the history, but looking ahead as well. Yeah, yep. yeah, and and then I mean, so the next thing, uh, next song on here is uh, moving on. And I Which think, is what Blue October and them all keep doing is just keep moving on. What's <laughs> yeah. next? Yep. Next. Right. Got another one. Yeah. Moving on was for me, just like, you know, Paul said when when he was on episode 14, instant. Yep. Instant. I don't know if it, for me it was 30 seconds, but as soon as I heard the actual recorded studio version of that song, was like I remember where I was the first time I heard that. Mm-hmm. Like it was that impactful for me. It's like this song is amazing. And then I knew I remembered the conversation with Gene. Like I talked about in there, not to be redundant, but I remember the conversation with Gene and being like, 
this must be the song he was talking about that's going to be bigger than Hate Me or yeah. as big as, however you want to say it. Yeah. I yeah. think this one is fantastic. It's the yeah. best song on the album. It's I'm my gonna favorite. I'm going to disagree with no, you there. I, but it's one of my favorites. It is. It is. To me, it's number one. And I'll say this. If you remember a few months ago, Justin went and Eric both went live on a radio show. And they did this acoustically. Eric played the guitar. Yeah, Eric played the guitar. And Justin sang and was doing knee slaps. That's the first time I heard it. And I was I got goosebumps here at the end. I was like, holy I was like, holy shit, this thing is good. And when you get to that bridge, man, the bridge is what makes that song. The I'll never take you back. Yeah. Man, phenomenal. How many times I mean, you know, I know it's about depression, but think of it as a relationship. How many people have you been with in your past that you just want to just say that to? I'll never take you back. Goodbye. Dude, you know? <laughs> when I shared that song but, on an Instagram or Facebook story, mm-hmm. I'm like, all my exes are going to be thinking I'm talking about them. Right. But here's the thing, I'm not. <laughs> um, it just, yeah, because, you know, that's way history. I've got nine years invested with the most amazing person ever. But anyways, that's a different conversation. But when I hear it, it makes me want to do like the kid and play dance or something with somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? We need a video. Yeah. Hey, a video. No, she, Dee Dee's picturing it right now. I just want to do like the Carlton or like, you oh, know. Oh, I know something. the Carlton. Yeah. Oh, you okay. know the Carlton? Yeah, yeah. dude. We're going to have to, yeah. We're going to have to do that. Yeah, but to me, like I said, that, that bridge, it, it yeah, made it's the entire good. song. And I remember hearing that, you know, I found it on YouTube. I went, I went to my best friend. You found and, the the radio one? Yeah, on YouTube. You like it better like on well, no, acoustic no. or I like I think I, I think like the studio both? is great. <laughs> yeah. But when I first heard that song though on the the acoustic, my best friend she does not like Blue October at all. Like she loves Meeting Place, she loves Icarus Bell, but she's not a fan of Blue October. I was like, "Look, you've got to hear this." I said, "This is probably my new favorite song from Blue October." And I said, "I haven't even heard the studio version yet." And she listened to it and she said, yeah, you know, it is pretty good. She said, that's the best one they put out in a long time. And I was like, it's great. Yeah. Now, when I heard the studio version, I was, so, I was so nervous because the acoustic was so good. Like, I was like, please let this be good. When I heard it, it I mean, it, it was like, you know, hallelujah. It, because it was just so amazing. Eureka? Eureka. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's perfect. I mean, that song is just straight up Are we talking perfect. vacuum cleaners now yeah. or what, no. dude? Oh, okay. <laughs> But, yeah. <laughs> moving on. To me, moving on is one hundred percent perfect. That's it's a great song. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm holding. You're holding out. Yeah, Dee Dee. What's it's, your take it, on it? It's in my top for sure, and I love it. Shonda, you touched on this too. The, I mean, this is what all the guys are doing all the time. They are always trying to be better that happy joyous and free i mean it's their mantra just moving on but i mean to me it's it's an empowering song but it's an fu song too for oh, yeah exactly. whether that's relationships exactly. or whatever pain or you know whatever is disrupting your peace yeah get yeah. out i'm moving i'm moving on and i'm i'm doing better yet my favorite line in there which this was timely for me just for personal stuff because and I kind of talked about this uh within the last couple of weeks but the best way to get back at you is to live my life being happy and true I'm like that is the best revenge ever like no you know I'm not you're not gonna drag me down and I'm living my best life so f you yeah that's that's probably my song oh if I was gonna say this was a song to somebody from me it'd be to fucking covid you know what oh, I'm saying? Hell, yeah. Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. Totally. 
while doing the Carlton and the kid and play dance. Yeah. Hey, TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. TikTok yeah, TikTok challenge. Hashtag. Middle finger up. Hashtag. God. I Moving liked, on. Uh, yeah. I, I liked it when you. I liked it even more when you figured out like he was talking about his depression. Yeah. It wasn't right. so much about a relationship. It was about. Yeah. When he said that depression. on the live stream, yeah. I was like, oh, nice. And apparently that was kind of a revelation to him. Yeah. That wasn't really clear when he when he was writing it, when it came to him. So I thought that was interesting, too. Well, anybody that heard him say that, that that's what it's for. You, you could put this toward any negativity in yeah. your life, whether Amen. it be depression or a person well, or even hope, just a situation. I yeah. hope people that feel that way when he said that, they they go do the same thing, like kick depression, you know, mm-hmm. in its ass and move on. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's I, a, a, he's sure. a, um, he's 100% my idol. Just for the person that he is and like how he helps so many people. Yeah. You know, like in any kind of way. Using his platform. Yes. Yeah. I, I yes. know. I'm you know I'm on that train. Yeah. Like yeah. hell yeah. Well, well just the authenticity and the just the realness and I I kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. Just when he can be so real and authentic and embrace the shitty parts of life, which we all have different things that we go through and not just, you know, like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a star and I'm above all that and whatever, but just being so down to earth and embracing that and, you know, being so open for depression and recovery and all the things, I think that in a way gives us permission just to go through and just know we're not alone and all this stuff. Yeah. But not only, you know, talking through that, but then, okay, yeah, there's here, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to be positive. We're going to find solutions um, and not just talking about it, but, but doing it. And we see him doing it over and over and over. Yeah. And look at what also he's done too, is brought you and Brett and Lucas into my life and brought Aww. all of us into each other's lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's it's crazy how everything happens and everything happens for a reason. You know Absolutely what I mean? Right. Like for and sure. none of this would have happened had I not gotten into Blue October four years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that day that Absolutely. we met yeah, that day we met him, he like side hugged me. We took a group picture and he side hugged me like he'd known me for years, you know, and I didn't even want to go to Barnes and Nobles that day. And Jess was like, let's just go, you know, because she wanted to go to the mall. You know what I mean? Because it was at Stonebriar. And so when we left, I was smiling so hard. I was like, we're going to be fucking friends, me and Justin, you know. And Jess is like, are you glad that we went? I was like, <laughs> hell yeah. Shit. <laughs> Been into them ever since. And now I got my peeps with me. <laughs> I love it. it is yeah he does have a gift though he has a gift for that for just making people see feel seen and important and just i don't know just kind of embracing everybody it's it's a gift yeah 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 very much agree with everything you guys are saying yeah and, and you know yeah. T- that's exactly I, that's I'm exactly saying, where I was going, Brad. I, I, Not just Justin, but the whole yeah, band. they all yeah. do. But oh, yeah. I, I but, talk yeah. to Justin more, I think, than. Well, see, I, like Matt, Matt Nevesky, You always talk to Matt. That's I, what I saw you first time uh, last year at the concert. You were over there Matt. talking to him about a guitar or something. Mm-hmm. And I was Matt, like, Matt has taught me a lot about music. Um, and I didn't even know you then. I was like, oh, he's probably Justin's. Like, who's he talking to? I was like, oh, I don't know. He's probably with the band. I don't know. But uh, 
Donald, Matt's taught me a lot about music, and uh, you know, same with Will. I've learned so much from those two. Matt Matt taught me how to write songs. Well, Will has taught me a lot of guitar, and I mean, the songs I put on my Instagram that I write, I couldn't be, I wouldn't have been able to do that if it hadn't been for Matt Novesky. So nice, uh, yeah. You know, that's we, my man crush. You ain't he, going there. He is such a good guy. I mean, <laughs> I, I just I think the world of him. I think the world of Ryan and Will both. I mean, they they have really reached out in friendship for me. And I mean, I would do anything in the world for any of them. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I remember talking to Will outside at Fort Worth. He was standing outside taking a deep breath, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he's so sweet. Very. They're all genuine and sweet. Yeah. Yeah, they're all Great my people. favorite. Yes, but Justin's my boy. Matt's so not. he's more on the forefront for sure. I mean, he just, he's more out there, but all of them, I think all of them, yeah, just the mission and what they believe in and engaging and just good dudes. Yeah. Sure. I wish I could Absolutely. be like Eric though. 100% know all that technology oh, man, stuff. I, I, Dear I, God. It scares I, the I, hell I out of quit, me. I would quit my job tomorrow if I could learn how to do that. Oh yeah. So yeah. yeah. There's, well, I'm, I don't ever want to sing, but I would oh, love to You want to, to push that. the buttons? Push girl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got Dee Dee on the line. Listen, that's guy talk. <laughs> next. Yeah, next. All right. After Number moving eight. On. Number eight. <laughs> I will follow you. So this this one, and, and I think he had done this a number of times on some of the Friday nights or Tuesday night things. I know I heard this a number of times uh, acoustically, but the live, not the live version, the recorded, the studio version of this song is another one that's just so different. It's... Chicka-bum-bum, chicka-bum-bum. That, the, the, they yeah. added that, and that cracked me up when I first heard that, because we've seen it live when I we were in Dallas love last in there. Oh, man, I don't remember it in Dallas. I, it, yeah. It's one of those things where if you don't really know the song, unless it really strikes you, you yeah. know, it just it, it right. doesn't. They played it live in Dallas, and uh, they played it live in San Antonio because I was there at both of those. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it was great. I mean, it sounds just like it does on the studio, except there was no chicka bum bums on the live on the live. Is like that the technical the term. Brett? I mean, that's what they're saying. I mean, <laughs> it's like C H K ba ba ba. Is that chicka ba ba? Yeah, chicka ba ba, chicka ba ba, chicka ba ba. But. Wow, I'll follow you, man. That's another That classic. should be a new hashtag, I guess. Chickapapa. Yeah. You do that. Hashtag yeah. Chickapapa. Chickapapa. <laughs> I'll tag you, Brett. It works for me. But uh, this song, man, even acoustic, like we said earlier, all the way to studio, all the way to live, is just a great song. I mean, it's just one. I remember when Aaron was there for her first concert, and they played this. I was like, Aaron, this one's going to be on the next album. And she got all excited and just, really? We're hearing it for the first time? I was like, I guess so. So she loved it. But you can't you can't say anything bad about it. I mean, it's just one of those songs. No. Yeah, I wouldn't say anything bad about this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dee Dee? Yeah, I haven't listened to this one quite as much. I mean, I have heard it. I do like it. I, I think the thing that sh- stuck out the most in this one is some of the the lyrics in there, just the visual that you get, the descriptions on there, like licking every single bone I own and then talks about a flash of a spark and just the the visual descriptions that come to mind when he's singing through that. But that one's still growing on me a little bit. I don't, uh, I like it, but I just have not listened to it quite as much as some of the other ones. I played it over and over on the live stream 
like on, off of you. Didn't he play it on the live stream? Yeah. A Tuesday night deal. He yeah. Did on yeah. I replayed it on YouTube or whatever. I freaking love it. I have not heard it on the album today though. Oh yeah. shit. Okay. It's yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's really good. And it, the song. Do you about, like it better acoustic or no, studio? I like the studio. Huh. Mm-hmm. I like the studio version better. I, I know the song. He said the song's about Sarah. Okay. Because uh, in the commentary, I think he said Sarah's the shotgun that he refers to in the song. Oh. So, yes. Yeah. But he said, he said straight up, this song is about Sarah and how he'll follow her. Well, yeah. She sense. says, do the dishes. He's doing the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> right. He said that before. Yeah. You pick up your clothes. He's picking up his clothes. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right. Don't you Go think, ahead. though, just with any of the songs, I think, I mean, for me, I like it. It's fine. But different songs with all of them i mean i don't think there's any blue october song that i don't like but just depending on what circumstances or where i'm at in my life or my mood or my attitude i mean this this song will probably speak to me in a different way on a different day a different time that's the cool thing about it you know it's it's just some of the other songs are striking me just depending on where you are personally in your life and and what not not just the lyrics though i think even all the tones and the builds and the we've talked about the angst and the grit and different things i think it just depends on where you're at and that's the cool thing about music and art you know yeah for sure at one point in your life it it really can hit you and another time it's like yeah you know it's still cool but when switch uh, it up when they had i want it out on the home album Mm -hmm. right that's on home yeah um and that was probably i don't remember Maybe a year later. No, it was two years later. Like, I love that song, right? I love the whole album. That's my favorite Numero Uno album. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. Because that's, yes. Because that's when I got into them. I lost them back in 06. Completely forgot about them. And then refound them, right? So, whatever. But then, so I Want It was like one of my favorites on the album. And I'm like jamming to it, right? And I'm just like happy, you know, Carlton something. <laughs> and then I go to the concert <laughs> after two years ago. And they uh, they played it again or something at the Irving show. And it was right after I lost my mom. I was bawling so hard. So, Dee Dee, with that, like, I am I can relate to, like, it depends on what kind of mood you're in or mm-hmm. what you're going through on how each song is going to hit you differently. Like, when I first heard it, I was, like, happy dancing. And then when I heard it after losing mom, I was, like, bawling because I'm, like, that's what she would want for me. Like, you right. know, stay, stay up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I lost yeah. myself for a little bit, you know, getting in a sadness and, you know, I'll never remember, I'll never forget when Jess looked at me and goes, I'm tired of living with a stranger. Like I was just a mute. I wasn't talking, or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, here comes another album and I picked myself up, you know what I mean? Like, or another song. It's, it's one of those things like you're talking for about. Sure. It's, it's, you find yourself having trouble existing in a world where the person you love the most doesn't. I get that because when I lost my dad, Sway had just come out when my dad had passed away. So, I mean, fear. I, I mean, I listened to fear like crazy after my daddy died. Oh, man. So, I mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, it, it's totally. So, yeah. Well, and the contrast, kind of like we talked about earlier, and, I, you know, I'm not sure every single song, but there is always kind of addressing the pain or the hard part, but then that hope or, you know, the message to keep going. So sometimes I think we hone in on the painful part and embrace that sadness or pain or darkness or whatever, but then those other times we kind of hone in on the overcoming that. So 
there's so many pieces to each of the song, you know, addressing the sadness and, and overcoming and the hopeful parts. So yeah. just, yeah, it totally is subjective to where our circumstances, our mood, where we're at, what's going on in our lives. Very true. That, and that, that's music and art in general. I mean, but for sure, m- music, I think, especially because music just has a way of ingraining and grabbing so many other things. You can remember what you smell at the moment or, you know, maybe what you're temperature was or if it was cold if it was hot maybe not your internal temperature but if you're outside i don't yeah. know you kind of get what i'm saying yeah, it just yeah. it grabs so many kinda things like deja vu or something yeah locks in those moments yeah completely oh yeah. which is the next song hello <laughs> <laughs> this one uh i love 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 this this is this is another one the first time is you this hear your favorite it. one lucas no hmm. no you'll know you'll know hold on Hmm. Hold on. Don't be cheat- looking at my cheat sheet. I heard you look at her, her eyes just wandered over to my piece of paper. No, completely. Text uh, me. Text me, Shonda. You want to see the sheet? <laughs> <laughs> I already thought about sending you a text a little bit ago. But I was like, secret. well, maybe it'll mess up the connection. So I didn't. <laughs> Sending one message. Um, I don't know who. Did he write this? Does somebody know if he wrote this completely on his own, or did he write? No, he wrote this with Eric. Eric, that's right. With Eric. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's why it's in my head. This is one of the ones they wrote really quickly on the back of the bus. Exactly. Yeah, and this is a phenomenal song. This is the one he described as being more poppy. Mm -hmm. When when I was talking to him, he said this one's just a little bit more poppy, and it does have a good feel to it. This is another one that I think should be a single. Yes. I think completely could be a great single. Um, it it would take the right stations to get it started, but you could have stations like Alt 103.7 here in Dallas or Cities 97 in Minneapolis, uh, stations that are loyal to Blue October. Get a plane, get it going, and then the other stations queue into, hey, why is that? Hey, what 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 are you playing there? And then they'll pick it up too. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if they're going to do that with it, but anyway. I think for DFW area, it should be on like 93.3 or 97. I don't think 97.1 for that song. They would put it on there. You think? They play, play all the other stuff the Edge used to play during the day, so yeah. Do they really? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't think that they would put completely on 97.1, because to me, I feel like it's a little poppy. Well, I don't listen to the radio, unfortunately, so I don't know. I've seen them do worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what do you think of the song? Completely is a great song. I mean, it's not my favorite on the album. But, I mean, it's one I like listening to when I hear it. I'm not going to skip it. Yeah. But it's not my go-to. It's but, my song to Jess. But I do like Aww. it a lot. Yeah. So. yeah it's I a like good it love a song. Yeah. It's a very good love song. Yeah. Like, she seriously completes me, and that's my song <laughs> to her. If we're going to get married, we're dancing to that one. That's awesome. Yeah. Noted. Love it. I'm going to write that. It is down. good love song. And, in fact, Justin on the Instagram when he was telling the stories and the quotes and all that, that's the one line he said, this is what I love for instead of this is what I live for. And that stuck with me. It's totally a, a good romantic love song. I love yes. it. Yes. Yes. It's good. The lyric in there right at the end, uh, you know, I can't, man, it just slipped my head. I'm sorry. But there, there's a lyric in there that's just like, holy shit. And it, it's so, it's so poignant. It's, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's just so on point with what you would feel what you should feel for that special person in your life i thought it was yeah yeah i could have left but for you i'll stay 
that. No, it's <laughs> a little dark. No matter what they say, you're. All right, that's not my song no more. I'm only thinking about the good parts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now he did say this one was about Sarah too. Completely. Uh-huh. I can he, see he that. He says, uh, "I hear the ocean calling. It's three a.m. We park in the sand." He said they've never. He said him and Sarah like the beach, but they've never gone park the sand at three a.m. He said so. This is kind of like him going, "Hey, let's go do that." Ah. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah! Get you some. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go there. Get that grit. That would be gritty in the sand. Yes. Nitty gritty. Nitty gritty. Hell yeah. Number ten. <laughs> Stay God, with we'll me. probably be online until oh, twelve o'clock tonight. Stay with me. You like this one? This one seems to resonate that, with you. No, nah, man. It pulls at my heartstrings. Okay. Because. What you it's, said outside? Man, it's one of those where he says, he started writing it as a love song, but it turned into a tribute to his dad. Oh, that's right. I, kn- and, I remember yeah. this one now. Okay, okay. And yeah. just oh, yeah. thinking about what that, what Justin's going through, I've been there. I mean, I watched my dad, you know, pass, and just listening to it, I mean, it got it got my tears going, because I mean, I, I've... I'm going to have to you, listen to it again. If you haven't lost a parent, man... You know, it's hard to explain, but when you have, you feel it. And when you've watched watched one go from being healthy to just downhill, it's rough. And, you know, I, see, I feel, I pray for Dan every day, you know, because nobody needs to go through cancer. That's just the most ugliest thing in this world, you know. That nobody deserves it. Uh, it's hard to watch mm-hmm. also and still try to live your life. Exactly. And get through every single day. And then you you live your life and you get through that day, but then you feel guilty for doing that because they're suffering. Exactly. Yeah. I took care sure. of both my grandparents. They, they passed away of cancer and my, I had to take care of both of them. And it, it's, a, it is the most horrible disease on this planet and nobody deserves it. And the fact that Justin has to sit there and watch his daddy go through it, man. Yeah. And, and with COVID being what it is, not being able to take that time and spend with him. That's that's excruciating to me. Yeah. So at least he's not in a nursing home, though. I agree wholeheartedly. Ooh, God. Yeah. But I just I feel bad for Justin, and I, I'm so glad he was able to put his feelings out in this song, because I mean, I'm sure that's helped him, because you know artists like that, that's how they express their feelings is through music and art. Yeah. So, but when I first heard this, man, no one when he said it was about, it got me. I mean, it's it's deep to me. Well, it's about to be on repeat in my car. Oh, it is so deep. And I'll, I hope I don't get emotional, but he actually did this acoustically on one of the meet and greets. Must and be nice. He didn't do a meet or acoustic thing. Go ahead. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I, well, there's layers to this. I just felt so much. Of course, my own perception just felt so much gratitude that he had for his dad, his parents all the support that he has had but man the desperation and the pleading in in his voice was unreal it was just yeah just a mix of love and gratitude but that the again the angst and the pleading and the desperation of just how special the relationships with his dad, but his family and just the support and the love that has been there. And it just, it was, it was heart wrenching, but it was so beautiful as well. Mm. Did you record it? I, I didn't. Mm. Uh, And it just was, 
that will, I mean, this, this title that, I mean, that will stay with me forever, but kind of on a lighter note, you know, listening, I think this was in the commentary too, the tones and sounds that they were adding to make it sound like the woods and different yes. things. Yep. So cool. So cool. Just all those little details again, just the appreciation for bringing that full sound and just all those special little pieces to really take you there was so cool. But yeah, that is, that is a gut puncher, heart wrenching, beautiful, sad, just amazing. Well, the head. Yeah. yeah, I think, I mean, I don't, I don't have anything to add to, to that. I've, I've been really lucky and haven't lost either one of my parents. So I can't relate to what you guys are talking about, but I can only understand that it's got to be extremely tough. <laughs> it, yeah. It, 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 to say the least. Yeah. And all I, all I can tell you is, you know, man, you were, you're one of my best friends, man. And when you have to go through that, I'm here for you a hundred percent. Yeah. You. Same, same. Cause you're going to need yeah. it. Yeah. So. yeah. Cancer or not cancer car wreck. Every death is different. But at least music always helps with it. Now, yeah. I will say, with stay with me, that he did say that this is the first song with spoken lyrics since the end. Yes, that's right. Uh, the chorus he yeah. sings, but the rest he talks. And I yeah. thought that was kind of nifty. So we've got, speaking of, 11, uh, The Weatherman. My second favorite on this album. Love oh it. Oh my gosh, yes. Love the it, writing love it, love here? It. Yeah. Fuck. Fantastic. And the Weatherman side. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Love this song. But. And the story behind it, you know, when you listen right. to the commentary, and I, I think, I don't remember when it was, maybe it was during that live show, the first live show, where they kept playing this song over and over, well, no, wait, it wasn't, no, they played a little snippet of it, but he talked mm-hmm. about Justin writing played, with Matt. Justin played it acoustically yeah. on, a radio, on a radio show, but it's never been played live. No, 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 he didn't play it in the concert, but it was yeah. in the preface Remember they kept playing Oh My My? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing you. we had to watch for an hour and a half because yeah. they had technical difficulties. Right. At least I yes. did. Raise right. my hand. Nerd alert. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, they had definitely... Yeah, you <laughs> totally look like nerd alert right now, dude. That was I awesome. <laughs> Whatever. I got to play it up. Little play it up. Mini documentary little snippet of, yeah, of behind the scenes on the... Dee Dee knows what I'm talking about. Ba- yeah. Ba- the background of the making of The Weatherman with yeah. Matt going through things with his wife and writing and yeah, talking he, about how that came to be. It takes him at the end and he kisses him. And we saw that like mm-hmm. 15 times. And I'm like, all right, I right. don't want to see him tackle Matt anymore. <laughs> as right. much as it's a special moment. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think they, if I remember right, I think it was written around the time of the Caves concert last year. Yeah, I don't know the timing. Yeah, I didn't listen if, this yeah. intently. I remember them talking about it on Instagram. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, but oh man, my gosh. the writing on the song is amazing. Yes. Before Phenomenal. the pictures are gone, you're right, I'm wrong. Yeah. I mean, who, who thinks of that? You know, the, your picture's on the wall. Like, you yeah. found it before like the pictures massive, are gone. What is the song about? I just totally blanked out because I just sent Dee Dee a picture. The Weatherman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what is it? Yeah. What were you saying it's about? Well, I mean, Matt, yeah, it was Matt wrote it, right? Matt co wrote it. Yeah. Oh, okay. He had the idea. Because he was feeling, and he's been open about it, he was feeling a disconnection with his wife. Yeah. Before, and he came to Justin. Before Sorry. Before the pictures are gone, you're right, I'm wrong, before you leave us behind. Mm. Yeah. An apology with a, a promise to do better. Exactly. Oh my gosh, but that's a good way to put that it. That is the yeah. best way to that's put it. That's succinct. Yeah. yeah. But it's so good, the way it's written, the music in it. I mean, it's a, it's kind of like a happy, sad song almost. Yeah, yeah. So... 
Yeah, it's it's so good. Yeah, I I, I loved it. All right, that's number twelve. Who do you run from? This is the one we started talking about, I think, earlier. Yeah. Right? This is the one. So in the commentary, he talks about this was recorded acoustically in one take. Mm-hmm. It's very acoustic sounding, and it's, you know, you do. I can't sing this song. Um, he's who a, do you run who from? Who do you run I've from? I've heard it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is awful. Mm-hmm. Who's going to save your soul? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, so, I mean, this one's good. I don't, I don't know what this one's about. I didn't listen as intently. Again, to this one for the commentary. I don't know that I've heard it on the on the new on the album on the album today, but I've heard I, I, it I think acoustically. It goes back to him dealing with his depression again because he talks about how he, there's a devil on the ground. He killed it basically by killing your depression. The way I took it, I could be way off, but that's the way it seemed to me. Now, the first time I heard this, he performed it live at Open Book, and I'm sitting in the front row. And I'd never heard the song before. But to me, the song is just so beautiful lyrically. Like, I was tearing up then. And when he was done, he's like, hey, Brett, don't cry, dude. It's cool. And I'm like, I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> it's a beautiful song. I still think it's a beautiful song. I mean, it's one of those where if you really listen to the lyrics, you can relate. I mean, and that's one thing I love about his writing is everything he writes about is relatable. Mm-hmm. So Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I totally took it as his description of, of embracing the darkness, embracing the depression and just get out of your own way, get out of your way and just quit running from it and face it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that kind of resonates more with me now that you say it that way. Now I remember more of the lyrics and more of what I was feeling mm-hmm. listening to it to the first time. And this is another one I think that he's covered uh, acoustically in some of the Tuesday the or Friday streams. night. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's how I've heard it. That's how, that's yeah, the best yeah. way to say that. And I always oh. go back and replay them sometimes on YouTube because I need, mm-hmm. I need some music on the exactly. TV or something, or I just need to hear mm-hmm. him talk about stuff or whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, why not? They're yeah. there. Yeah. You don't have to go to, you know, get back up TV for those ones. They're, yeah, they're all over YouTube. Awesome. It's yes. phenomenally smart. I go to my dad's and he, my dad's like, what are you watching? You know, he's Hispanic. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm watching Justin. Give me a minute. You know what I mean? (laughs) He's like, how do you watch him on the TV? I said, it's on YouTube, Dad. Can't hear. All right. That brings us to the end. And the last song, number 13. Guess what my favorite song is? This one. Oh, Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. It's a great song. (laughs) Yes. It's my number three, though, because I like those other two better. But I do love this song. Yeah, this, so uh, I was told that the first time I, sh- I listened to this song, I should be laying down with my eyes closed, and I, I think also in a dark room or something like that, but, so last night when it came out, uh, you know, whatever, I think it dropped at like 11.30 when I was uh, done with the other episode, I went in the bedroom and Megan was already asleep, but I threw it on, had the headphones on, and did exactly that. I was, I mean. What were you thinking was, about? I don't know that I did. You didn't. It was it was like no thoughts. I was like, wow. okay, it was euphoric. It was fucking euphoric. Wow. I can be yeah. really graphic like that yeah. way, and it was like, oh, it was an experience. I wasn't high or drinking or anything like that. It was just like I was lost for five and a half minutes. Huh. You know, it's, I've tried to think of words to describe it today uh, in texting other people. And it's like, I, I dot, dot, dot. No, I don't have any words. Nope. There's nothing there. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> I'll say it this way. And I told Justin the same thing at the Dallas show we went to last year. I believe this song is going to be just as big as fear, if not more. It is such a beautiful song. I mean, 
you think about it, how many people or how many artists out there write about their finding of God, Mm. write about finding that light and, you know, how they're moving on. And I mean, you think about it. Nobody does that. And he's, you know, he's open with the B story. He's open with his faith. But have you ever heard, have you ever heard him sing about it before? Like this? Not so abruptly. Exactly. Not so outwardly. You can say, and, and you know, I'm a Christian as well. Mm-hmm. You know, this song to me, I was like, mind blown. Yeah, because it it, it makes perfect sense what he's saying. It's re- like go back to the word relatable, because I mean, you you feel that way. I'll climb the wall till I'm able to, but only loss is found. It's a warm, sedated kind of love. It's a lonely miracle. That's what it feels like when you when you find God for the first time, you know, and then you're surrounded by that warmth. I mean. It's, to me, amazing. I think he captivated Finding God perfectly in a music. And not a lot of rock stars can say that they've done that. Yeah. I love that he puts it on there. does not matter what anybody else thinks. Exactly. Yeah. Well, if you don't like it, then don't fucking listen to it. I want to get... Just because it has... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. I want to get Dee Dee's take, too. But the, the first... The big thing for me was the music on this. Oh my! Yeah. And then all the different, I, you know, you hate to say it, it's cliche, but the layers and how it moves and it changes throughout the whole thing, and it's like, oh, it, there's there's just so much going on here, and I think that's why it was a good suggestion to mm-hmm. listen to that song for the first time, laying down in a dark room with no other distractions. The only thing you can focus on is the you know the sensory from your ears. Yeah. So yeah, go. I want to hear what you had to say, Dee Dee. Yes, so good. It totally pulled me in. I haven't heard that one a lot either. And oh man, that one spoke to me. I don't, I don't know how to s- describe that one well too. I'm kind of at a loss for words, but it was yeah, the lyrics and the the music and just just kind of a a moving place, but safe also. And man, the opposition and just those words alone, the loss is found. And man, that that struck me hard. You know, you have to have to be lost to be found. You know, you have to know the bitter to know the sweet, the happiness to the sad, just, I don't know the textures. That's the word. Yeah. Soothing, but there's man, so many textures to the lyrics, but the, the music and stuff as well. And just the, the tone and the dynamics of all of it. Man, I think that is, I'm with you, Lucas. That is in my top two for sure. There's some serious texture in there. Some, I don't know, some temperature. There's some sweet and some sexy and some deep and soft. I don't, just, yeah, lots of textures and layers. Yeah, the, the, the lyrics add so much to it. But then even if you stripped away the lyrics, oh my gosh, I would love to hear this song without i would love to just hear you know the instrumental what you, there you go Cal, Good. Yeah. can i not think yeah. tonight i guess not it's, hey, well, it's, it's been a star struck because i'm here <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I agree with you the, the instrumentation on this is amazing man the lyrics are too yeah but then you add yeah. that in and it's like good gosh I mean, okay uh, yeah done yeah. me yep that's it check check <laughs> i'm out <laughs> and it's like wow yeah. i don't know how you how do you do better? It's like, holy shit. Uh, again, and then I, I, I've i said that about so many of their songs. It's like, how do you do better? How do you, how do you make a better song? And then they keep doing it. Right. Yep. Damn yeah. it. Yep. I mean, he says he's only going to put out his best. 
Yeah, I heard and, that today. Yep. You know, and this is I loved his best. It. So, I, and, and again, you know, I didn't really give too much of a recap in the beginning of the album, but this album might be my my new favorite. I agree. I love Sway, but yep. this one's strong, strong contender. It is strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Well, we got to let Dee Dee go. So let's go ahead and. I'll miss you, Ryder. Wrap this up. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you so, so much, Didi. I'm sorry. You go ahead. It's so good to be with you and share this together. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, thank you for you know filling last in last minute. minute. And, you know, it was not anybody's fault. It's just we just had a, a happenstance. You know, somebody couldn't make it for not any reasons of their own, no fault of their own. But glad that you were able to fill in, and you you did more than just filling in, but. Yeah, and and thank you to Brett. Thank you to Shonda. Thank you, all of you guys. It's uh, thanks for coming on again. Hey, it's yeah, just, I'm glad to be here with some Blue October folks that I know. doesn't end up with us in the middle of a tornado. <laughs> right. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, that's the last time Brett and Dee Dee were together. Yeah. <laughs> I think, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. We're not no going to make that happen. <laughs> yeah. I would. Y'all flood. better be glad I wasn't there. I'd have been passing gas because when I get nervous, I start tooting. I ain't even kidding. Woo. I get it. Yeah. Lucas, do not edit that out. Please I'm not. do not edit I'm that not. out. No way. This is all going out. There. So, so, hey, one, one last question for everybody here. Y'all better be glad so, I wasn't on one that One last bus. question for everybody here. This album, ranked it out of one out of ten, what are you going to give it? Didi. Oh, gosh. You know, I think I need more time with it, too, to... I appreciate it already so much, but I think I need more time with the new songs. But she's running for and office. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Is no, she? truly, truly, no. It's it's one of those things. Um, if you guys were governor? on with, <laughs> with with Paul the other day, and we were talking about the top five songs, yes. don't you think it depends on the day? I mean, there's so yeah, couple, totally. for me. There's a couple of just. No question. Those are in my top five, top 10, no matter what. There's a couple, but there's some, I think my list, sometimes it changes in the same day, depending on where I'm at, what my mood is. We should have I like a think... top 10 list well, chat yeah, or something. Fun. Yeah. yeah. And talk about but each I'm, one yeah. of the but songs. I'm saying the album on this one, just the, just you know. for me, it. I'm going to go ahead and give it a, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it a nine, but not a 10 yet until I keep listening to it over and over. Just what because, do you say? Yeah. I, honestly, I think it's a 10 out of 10. I really do. Yeah. Strong endorsement from Brett. I do. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the, the I got to do the eight as well, just because I haven't heard enough of it to appreciate. Yeah. But again, you know, you've got freaking so much potential there. I mean, gosh. I, th- I think once you hear more of it, yeah, and, and digest it more, digest it more. You're gonna, you're gonna agree. I think this is the best album they've put out. Yeah. Since well, you know, since the, ha- what do you and give the happy I, days. What do you give? I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy. That's ten for me. It was a ten for me as well. One hundred percent. See, I might be a ten a year from now. So, and on, I hope might you're be happy. No, no, no. I'm, on the new one. Yeah, on the new one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. One, one, I now, hope you're happy. Was, was ten it, day one. Was it Sway that came out before? I hope you're happy. No, no, it was, that was uh, home. Home. That was home. Home was like a seven out of ten for me. Yeah, and bitch, I know that's I know that's one of your happy favorite albums. Well, I hope you're happy yeah, is like my favorite too. Great. I forgot, you know, because there, there's honestly. I hope you're happy. And now, uh, this is what I live for. There's no bad song on those albums. Yeah. They're great. One you can just play if, over and over and if over. If they keep putting out albums like they have with the last two, they're going to be successful for a very, very, very long time. Well, yeah. let's hope so. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's why 
That's why I'm here. Exactly. That's, yep. I, I love spreading this. I love using you know the new music, and now I get to use a lot of the older music too. But uh, I hope these stories keep going. I hope they keep impacting a younger generation of mm-hmm. music fans. And on that note, thank you all so much again. You're welcome. Make sure to uh, follow the Just Way Instagram and Facebook pages. And if you want to shoot me a line or drop me a message on there, I love talking to people. But yeah, I'll be back soon. Thanks everyone for listening. And what do you got? Until then, he is Lucas Peterson. Thank you. Thanks for dancing. Superstar on your own.